Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience unlimited peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. This is one of our archive episodes we thought you'd enjoy. It's from a series called The Awakening Experiments. Experiments in consciousness to ascend and enjoy being a spiritual being having a human experience. In these awakening experiments, Michael will share how to be in a higher state of consciousness while living in a sometimes crazy world. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Much love and so many blessings to you. Today we're talking about the vision and attitude that we have within ourselves and how our very own vision and attitude creates the world we perceive around us and how when we change that vision and attitude we can experience much higher levels of success and happiness very easily. So if you look around you right now, just look around wherever you are, notice what you see and notice how you feel about the things around you. What is your feeling and energy towards your life right now? And what is your thoughts and feelings towards other people? Some people you may really appreciate, some people you might not like at all. And some people are in the middle. You're not quite sure what to make of them. And we have a sense of energy sent out towards everything around us. And whatever we think about things, however we see things, all of that comes from our attitude. Now, attitude is a fascinating word. We know what a bad attitude is like. You know, when you meet somebody, let's say you're working with other people and you're trying to get something done together and one of the people has a bad attitude and it just ruins everything for everyone else having a bad attitude because it's a bit difficult to say what a bad attitude exactly is but you know it when you see it and you know it when you come across it and on the other hand when someone has a good attitude when they're enthusiastic, when they're ready to do things, when they're willing to cooperate and do whatever is needed, then we really appreciate that person because of their attitude. Even if someone isn't good at what they do, the fact they have a good attitude makes up for a lot of mistakes or makes up for a lot of lack of skill. So if we want to have a beautiful life, and also, if we want to understand reality, because the way we see the world around us is crafted 
through the filters of our attitude and vision. And when we change our attitude and our vision, then the world around us is transformed. We don't see the world as it is, we see it as we are. So when we change that attitude, our vision changes, and as a result of that, the world around us appears different to us. I'll give you a little story about this. This is from Stephen Covey, who's a productivity expert. He left the body a few years back. The author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he gives a wonderful story. One time he was on the subway in New York, the underground system. And he was a busy train and he was sitting there and the train came to a stop and the doors opened and this man and his two kids came into the carriage. And the kids were out of control. They were running around, they were jumping about, they were annoying people, they were like bouncing all over the place. And the other passengers were obviously very disturbed. And Stephen Covey was sitting there thinking to himself, why is this man just allowing this to happen? He, he looked at the man and the man was just sitting there sort of spaced out, not really paying attention to his kids. And it, as it went on and on and on, and the kids started running around and grabbing people's newspapers and just doing crazy stuff, he felt, I need to say something to this guy, you know. So he turned over to the guy and said, excuse me, sir, do you realize that your kids are out of control and they're annoying the passengers? You know, you should really look after your children better. And the man turned to him, he looked up and he said, oh, yes, you're right. I'm really sorry, but we've just come from the hospital and their mother has just died. So here's a man in a state of grief where the kids have just lost their mother. You know, what do you expect is going to happen, you know? And when, when he heard that from this man, his whole attitude completely changed. He melted. He realized this man needs help. He needs comfort. He needs love. He doesn't need someone judging him and criticizing him. What do you expect children to be like if their mother just died? This is a shift in attitude. Once he realized what was going on, his world changed. He saw the whole world in a different way. And we'll come across situations like this in our own way, in our life, again and again, where we come across either people who are acting in unpleasant ways or seemingly unpleasant 
or whether it's the environment or whether it's something else on the internet or something. There's always going to be something we don't like because this is a crazy world we're living in. But as we change our attitude, we change our vision. And as we change our vision, we change our world. And as we change our perception of the world we live in, then our actions change. And because of our actions changing, we achieve success in our life. So a lot of people are running around trying to get success, trying to get money, trying to get love, trying to get health, trying to get whatever it is that they want. But success is the final stage in many other processes. It starts with the attitude, then the vision, then the perception of the world changes, then our actions change, and then success comes. So we can't directly get success. It's a byproduct of seeing the world differently, which is a byproduct of the attitude we have. And one of the most fascinating things I personally find about being alive and about spirituality, metaphysics, is to understand that we all, each one of us, live in our own world. <laughs> it's pretty fascinating when you tune into it. We don't live in the world. We live in our own personal subjective version of the world. And you can see this very obviously by people living in the same household. For example, let's say there are two twins. They're growing up in the same house. They look the same, identical twins. Everything's the same. Same parents, same height, same genes pretty much. Everything's the same. And yet, are they having the same experience? No, they're not. It's a different experience. Sometimes it can be radically different, even though everything around them is the same. Same room, same clothes, same parents, same car, same everything. But it's not the same because subjective reality is different. When you're with somebody personally, they might not be a twin of yours, but just a friend or a family member, and you see something, whether it's on television or the internet, or you see something in person, everyone's going to have a different idea about that thing. And the reason we see it differently comes back to our attitude and our vision. So when we realize this, then we realize that we're living in our own version of the world. It's really fascinating that we, we're living in a holographic reality. This is a movie, one of the deep principles of this spiritual knowledge is that this thing called life, another way of saying it is the drama, which means the movie, the eternal predestined movie. So what is this thing? This is a predestined movie of which we are witnessing 
things unfolding second by second. And even our own thoughts and our own actions are predetermined, predestined, and they're coming from within ourselves. So we're not a victim of anything. This is our own soul has a recording in it. So it belongs to us. And whatever is recorded within is expressed without, through us, through our body. So we're living in our own subjective reality. This is your world. So whatever you're experiencing right now, that's your personal world. And when we take responsibility and we say, this isn't, I'm not this victim of this big thing called the world, the universe. I'm actually a creator of my own world. When you have that awareness, this is your world right here. And what it means is that all the people, they're all projections of what you think is going on in your own world. And when we realize that this is this remarkable, very, very detailed, fascinating, rich experience, you know, because the world that you're living in, your experience of life, doesn't just include your body. It also includes the stars and the sky and all the trees and nature and all the fascinating things around you. And you're having your own experience of it. When we realize that even the people in our life are a manifestation of our own mind in our own world, when we see that, when we realize that, our attitude changes and we realize this is my world. Anything that belongs to us, we have a better feeling towards it. Anything that belongs to somebody else, we're a bit detached about. But when we realize this is my world and these people are all my people in my world, you know, when you have that attitude, we start to feel very different about things because instead of them being over there, they're now in here because realistically, where do we experience other people? We experience them in our own perception, which is in our own mind. So if you're having a conversation with somebody, your experience of the person you're talking to is in your mind. And even our interpretation of what they're saying and why they're saying it and what they mean is in our mind. How many times have you had a conversation with somebody, whether it's in person or through text messages or instant messages or whatever other means of communication, how many times have you had an experience of communicating and it turned out that you misunderstood what the person really meant. You know, actually most communication nowadays is miscommunication. People are getting disturbed and triggered about miscommunication millions and millions and millions of times every day. There's probably been about 100 million miscommunications just since I've been sharing this with you <laughs> in the world, you know, maybe more than that. People... One person shares something, the other person misunderstands it. And then they say something and then the other person misunderstands it. 
and the whole thing's a bit of a disaster. And this is going on again and again and again. And there's all these, you know, people getting triggered about stuff on the internet and it just goes on and on and on. So we're perceiving reality in our mind. We're perceiving what we think other people are experiencing and what they're saying and what they mean in our mind, in our consciousness. So if we want to have a much better life, we need to figure out how to relate to the world in a healthy way. How can we change our attitude towards it? Because as we change our attitude, we change our vision. As we change our vision, we change our experience of the world which then affects our actions, which then creates success. Or if we get it wrong, it creates failure, creates bad decisions and chaos. If somebody perceives certain people as being dangerous, then they, their world is going to be a world full of danger. And then they're going to avoid things. And then it could turn out that there's nothing to worry about and they're avoiding, they're actually sabotaging their success because they're perceiving it as dangerous. So we have to make decisions based on what we think is going on. And if our perception is wrong, then our decisions will be wrong and then the outcome will be a problem for us. So when you understand that you're a spiritual being, spiritual being, eternal being, and you realize that this is your world, your personal reality, that you're experiencing right now and you've always been experiencing it and you always will experience it. When we realize that, then our attitude starts to change and we start to think, you know what, this is my world. These are all my people and this is all my experience. Then we start to care. We start to care about things on a deeper level. Because if you are loving and kind towards somebody, then what happens? First and foremost, you'll feel good about it because being sending love and blessings makes us feel good. Let's just practice it now. Just having a good attitude of love. Just think of somebody that you already care about, somebody that you care about in your life. And just imagine sending them love, sending them lots of love from your heart and wishing them success, wishing them health, wishing them wealth. So you're just thinking, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be wealthy, may you be illuminated with joy and freedom and peace. May you reach your highest potential. And just send that blessing and have that vision of them, that they're a pure soul, a great soul, and success is theirs.
And you probably noticed that sending blessings makes you feel good. You know, it really does. When we give out good energy, we're the first ones to experience that because it comes from us. On the other side, the flip side is that if we send out bad vibes, negative, bad attitude, negative energy, then we ourselves are causing harm to our own self and to the world around us. Sending out curses causes harm to the one cursing and it harms the world as well. This is why I try and personally avoid the internet and all the news and all that sort of thing because it's mostly, unfortunately, full of people cursing other people which is bad for the ones doing it bad for the ones receiving it and bad for the ones watching it so it's just causing problems all around you know, and people don't know these things they're ignorant, you know what I mean it's not like everyone is doing the best they can people think that they're actually doing something good by doing something bad because they don't understand what they're getting involved with so we have to see them as innocent children do you know what I mean a lot of these things when our attitude is that they don't know better they don't know what they're doing then we instead of us feeling bad about other people doing bad things we have the the energy that they're doing the best they can they were probably traumatized as children They've absorbed lots of wrong information throughout their life. They've been taught lies and deception from their teachers and from various people in education. And this is just a natural consequence of all of those things. So what what do you expect? So then our attitude is how can we give love and blessings to them instead of getting upset? So there's different types of attitude. And depending on our attitude, we will feel different. And at the end of the day, our feelings, our vibrations, our emotions around being alive are extremely important to us. Anyone who's ever experienced depression understands how important it is to feel good. You know, and what a disaster it is when there's sadness in the heart, you know. And then, of course, there's stress and anxiety and a very, very long, long list of negative emotions. But when we feel good, then our whole life is beautiful. Even if everything's a disaster, (laughs) if we feel good, we don't really care that much. But what we can do is have a good attitude, have good vibrations, send good vibrations and take action so that our success becomes manifest in our physical life as well as in our inner life. So the best attitude we can have is that we are spiritual beings, spiritual beings, beings of infinite light, infinite light, seeing yourself as a shining light, eternal light, And we are the divine sons of the one, of God, who is the ocean of bliss, the ocean of love, ocean of joy. And we are all originally divine beings, originally completely pure, 
and completely free of all negativity. And we can have the attitude that everyone, everyone, without exception, is a supremely pure soul. Or they're becoming a supremely pure soul. Because seeing the negativity in others is seeing an illusion, is seeing a mirage, a temporary mirage. It doesn't mean that there's nothing there at all. It means that it's a temporary mirage. It's an illusion that will come to an end. It's a clever illusion. It might seem quite persistent. It might last for quite some time, but it is an illusion and it will eventually disappear. So we have the opportunity to either see our own higher self, the truth of who we really are, or we can see our limited illusion of our own experience in ourselves. We can either see the reality, the true reality about others, which is that they're eternal beings like us, and they belong to us and they're part of our family and they're in our world, and we might as well be loving towards them. Or we can see everything as this illusion and be upset about it and send out bad vibes and cause more problems to ourselves and others and make ourselves sick. Resentment is causing major health problems. Negativity is poison for our health and for our joy. People who can't forgive are become bitter and they get diseases and they die early in pain. It's very bad news. So we don't want to be involved in that sort of thing. We want to be sending blessings. Even if people have done bad things to everyone and we've done bad things to other people, if we're honest... But all of that is because we've been influenced by negativity. We've come under an illusion ourselves. And as a result of that, a bad attitude, bad vision, bad vibrations, we have all done bad things and we've had bad things done to us. So we have to turn it around. It's our responsibility as spiritual beings. The whole point of spiritual journey, the spiritual path, is to take personal responsibility and say, I'm not going to wait around for other people to change first. And only when they change am I going to change myself. But they have to do it first. He did it first, she did it first, so therefore I'm waiting for them to change and then I'll do something nice after they do it. That's not spirituality. That's ego. That's what it is. Spirituality is where we say, you know what, even though there's all these crazy things happening... What am I going to do about it? What can I personally do? How can I take 100% responsibility considering that this is my world? This is my world. This is your world, right? This is your world you're experiencing. So when we take complete responsibility, 
then we can change our attitude easily. Because it's up to us to choose what vibrations we send out. It's up to us whether we send out blessings or curses. It's up to us whether we say this is my world or whether we deny it and say it's nothing to do with me. When I was in Hawaii, I used to go for a walk on the beach in the morning, most mornings, nearly every morning. Early in the morning when the sun was coming up, it was just lovely. And what I noticed is that some of the beaches, if you've ever been to Hawaii or any of the beaches, you might notice that the ocean has trash in it because of you know, they dump trash in the ocean and there's all sorts of just things come off ships and stuff, right? So every morning, there might be some little pieces of plastic or some little buoys that are floating about, these little balls that they use in, in boats or sometimes there's buckets. When there was an earthquake in Japan, we started finding Japanese... Um, cosmetics like spray cans of um of uh of different kind of spray cans from from japan with japanese writing on them with all these little creatures living on the this bottle so you get all sorts of random stuff in the ocean right and the tourists will just sort of ignore that but the locals including myself, would pick that stuff up, put it in a bag, and then put it in the trash. Why Why did that happen? Because no one owns the beach, right? The beach is public. Why are some people picking up the trash and others not picking it up? The reason is because some people own it. They feel like, this is my beach. I'm, I come here every day. I want to make sure it looks nice. I care about this beach. I'm going to make sure it's all right. Right? When we feel ownership over our world and various parts of our world, it becomes a better place. And same thing is true for, for certain neighborhoods. Certain neighborhoods, if there's any trash, people pick it up. But in other countries or other places, everyone just throws trash out the window. I mean, I'm always surprised when I'm driving around and I see various Coke bottles or whatever it is just on the side of the road. I can't even imagine why someone would just throw it out the window. It's remarkable to me that that even happens. But it's because of not owning their world. That's why that happens. Because of a bad attitude and and not having a spiritual awareness. So our job is to come back to this again and again and again. This is my world because everything I experience is in my own consciousness. And take responsibility to have that good attitude that I have to change, I have to make it better, I have to tidy it up, I have to take care of stuff personally. Obviously we can't tidy up and pick up all the trash in the world, right? There's too many things going on. But you have to think, what can I do in my immediate reality in relationship with people, 
in relationship with our own health. Like this is your body, this is my body, right? We need to feed it properly so that it doesn't have pain and that it can function well. So exercise and food. If we think, oh, it's not my problem, it's the doctor's problem, then we're going to get sick. People who, are, who take responsibility for their health and their exercise and their diet tend to be much, much healthier and live longer and have a much better lifestyle, better experience of life than people who disown the responsibility for their health. So when it comes to our body, we say, it's my body. Thank you very much. What can I do to feed you properly? It's my friend, you know. And then there's other people. We can say, oh, well, that's their problem, that's their problem, that's their problem. Or we can say, look, these are, these are in my world, these people. These people are in my world. What can I do to be loving towards them? Because I'm sure you've noticed this, that if you're loving towards somebody else, in most of the time, people respond to love in a positive way. You know, if you're loving and kind and considerate and you have a good attitude... Other people are very grateful for your beautiful presence. They say thank you, you know, and they, they light up and they, you know, they become smiley and happy and come to life and it makes their day, you know, it makes a big difference. If we don't care about anyone else and we say, oh, it's none of my business and we send out bad vibes, then what do we get? What do we get back? We have lots of problematic people around. The reason the world is in such a mess, one of the main reasons is people haven't taken responsibility for their life and their relationships because of being selfish, a selfish attitude. So you've got selfish parents who don't really understand or care about their children, don't know who their children are, don't realize they're spiritual beings, don't take responsibility for themselves or for others. So you end up with all these traumatized kids who then grow up and traumatize their kids who grow up and traumatize their kids. And so we've got this billions of disturbed human beings who've been messed up by their parents and then the education system and then everything else because no one's taking responsibility for these things. So we have to break the chain somewhere and it has to start with us. It has to start today. This is the only thing that's going to change anything is when we, right here on this call right now, or if you're listening later, take responsibility. Say, this is my world. How can I make it a beautiful place? How can I make it a sacred place? How can I see others in their enlightened consciousness? How can I send blessings and one of the easiest ways to do this is to have the awareness and the attitude that everyone is innocent. Everyone is innocent. Because all of us started out pure and good. And we got messed up over time due to a number of complicated situations the which we can't remember and it goes back such a long way that we're never going to be able to trace it back to anyone or anything in particular it's a whole range of complicated things that have made made us disturbed and messed up the world this isn't a straightforward thing people like to blame 
this politician or this politician or this thing. It's a quick fix, just point the finger somewhere else. But the real cause for all the problems goes back a very, 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 very long way and is extremely multifaceted and complex. And it and everyone is a victim in a way, or everyone's innocent of these causes that go back a long way. So when we have an attitude, everyone is innocent, ultimately innocent. They're all ultimately originally pure and good. Then that takes the sting, that takes the sting out of it. Because when we feel people are to blame and they should be punished, then there's that negative attitude comes back and there's justification behind it. When we say everyone is basically innocent, if they're acting negatively, then what can what do you expect? They can't help it. They've been brainwashed. They've been programmed. They've gone through all this stuff. They've been traumatized. They've been beaten. They've been victimized. They've been bullied. What do you expect? You know? So that shifts our consciousness. And then instead of dwelling on the negativity, we say, look, behind this illusion is this wonderful light, this wonderful joy, this beautiful soul who's my family belongs to me. You know, that because like we were talking about, when when people belong to us personally, then we have a good feeling about them. When we say it's nothing to do with me, then we don't care. But So we say this is whole thing belongs to us. This whole world belongs to us. And we belong to each other. And we belong to God. And so let us send blessings to our world. So let's just practice this now. It's such a beautiful thing that this is your world and all the people and all the things and just send out love so much love and blessings love good wishes pure vibrations that may everyone be happy everyone all of the souls may everyone be happy may nature be happy May there be prosperity. Send blessings to your body. May your body be healthy and happy. And may you be healthy and happy. Send it to yourself as well. You're already going to receive blessings through giving to others, but why not (laughs) give to yourself on top of that? May you be at your highest potential experience. May you return to your highest consciousness. And may everyone else be in their highest state.
may everyone experience success. May everyone have a beautiful attitude and vision. So take this to heart because this is your world, this is your world and it all change starts with you because it's your world and I can share from my own experience that when I shifted my world and I continue to do this, it it seems like it's another world. It's very fascinating how when our consciousness changes, our world appears to be different. People seem different. They respond differently to us. I've noticed consistently that if I'm in a very good mood, which I try to maintain all the time, as best I can, and I go out and I wander about, go on a hike or something, then I notice people respond positively towards me without really doing anything, because I'm sending love and blessings. If I'm having a bad day or something happened that's a bit disturbing and I haven't processed it and I now go for a walk, I notice it's a different response from other people because these are strangers I'm talking about. But just energetically, the vibrations are different, the response is different. So when we shift our consciousness, we the world itself appears to be different to us. Things seem different. Even the things that you have in your life you appreciate them more when you're in a good space. So you could be in the same house with the same things, everything's the same. But one day, if you're happy and have a good attitude, you're like, oh my God, I'm so blessed. I've got this thing, I've got this thing. There's all these cool people, you know, I'm so blessed. And another day, you're going, oh, I need this, I need this, I haven't got this, this is everything's a disaster. It's the same stuff, everything's the same, but the feeling of it is different and the world seems like it's another world. It's like living in a parallel universe. So having gratitude, gratitude raises our vibration, an attitude of gratitude. This is a very, very easy and powerful attitude. Just to be grateful, grateful for the world, grateful for those in your life take complete responsibility this is your world so what are you going to do to make it better it doesn't get better by complaining it doesn't get better by moaning and seeing bad things but it does get better by giving blessings and seeing what's possible and seeing the highest vision and realizing everyone's innocent including yourself no one's ever really done anything wrong on a deeper level because all mistakes were made as a result of being wounded by something that wasn't our fault in the first place. So all the effects after that, ultimately, we're all innocent of. Having that attitude is very healing for us. No one's made any mistakes. You've never made any mistakes. Everyone's innocent, and therefore we should be sending out love and blessings. So enjoy this, this week. It's a wonderful practice. This is your world. Everyone's innocent. Sending so much love. Sending good wishes, pure feelings. It means to send the vibrations of love and light and peace, goodwill. And then to have the thoughts 
of good wishes. May you be happy. May you be healthy. When you go for a walk, you can bless all the flowers and the trees and the grass and everything. May may all the plants be happy. We have a garden out here, so I always wander around in the morning and give all the plants blessings. I'm very grateful for them. I've got all these rose bushes. May they produce the most fabulous roses. You know, it's what a wonder that they can even produce a rose. It's a miracle. So we can wander about and just have gratitude, and that is absorbed and received. And it brings so much good feeling to ourselves by doing it. So everyone wins, and then your world becomes a sacred and beautiful place. I'm grateful for your life, for you being here. Thank you for making my world a better place. And wishing you the most wonderful week, creating the world that you love through the shift in your attitude and vision. Everything you do makes a difference. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and talk to you soon. such a beautiful time together thank you for listening think of one person who needs this and share this with them if you have any questions for us please send them to shareyourquestion.com go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations talks and courses we thank you for your beautiful presence keep shining your divine light in our world So much love and we'll connect soon.